This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. We've been running this program now for nine years, and every year I call up Rabbi Yaakov Lapiansky, Rosh Hashiva's son, and I say, will your father be in Eretz Yisrael? And he says, not over your Bein Azmanim. And I wasn't even going to call this year, but then someone mentioned, and Baruch Hashem, we have the schluss of hearing Rabbi Lapiansky tonight. It's an opportunity that you can hear. There's a lot of Rosh Hashiva's Torah available, but here's an opportunity for your questions to be answered. I hope that this will be helpful to all of you. I'm sure that it will be. So maybe we'll just start with a basic question that someone just sent in, which is, what's the point of a Q&A? Everybody's an individual. Everybody has their own ways of having to do things. So what's the point of all these general questions anyhow? What can we get out of this? Well, that's, a, that's you should answer. I mean, it, <laughs> it wasn't my idea, so... so <laughs> I, I think it would be... Um, but the truth is, um, one of the reasons why, I guess, have a certain sense, the Gemara is written in a tzura of a shakla v'tarya. Uh, I can try without the mic, or okay. do you think we'll, we'll carry it? Oh, yeah. You sure? Yeah. Uh, one, of, one of the reasons, yeah, one of the reasons why the Gemara is shakla v'tarya is because it's much easier to understand an answer if you know what the question is. A lot of times people are asked the Mazra Shaila when they're learning halacha and they're stuck. And the reason is because they, they never thought of the point they were learning as being the answer to a question. So a lot of the ideas may be very familiar, but when you frame it with a question answer, it does delineate, it, it brings out the point that's being said. So there is a myla in the type of discussion that's question and answer. I do feel there, there is a myla there. Okay. This really leads into the next question that someone asked, which is why in the Hilma Yeshivas do we spend so much time trying to understand the Hava Amino? And then when we get to the Maskana, we kind of just move on as opposed to really sitting there and understanding the halacha that we stick with. So I do think, obviously, you should try to understand the Maskana. Um, but it, it's important, if, if a person doesn't understand what the Havamin is, you really don't understand what the Maskan is. I, I'll give you a marshal. Sometimes when you talk to somebody, and somebody says something, and it's not clear to you, you say to him, as opposed to what? A person makes a statement, and you're trying to figure out, as opposed to what? What else could you have said? What's the point you're trying to drive at? In looking in a holistic way on the sugya, understanding where the Gemara was coming from and what, what's being addressed over here should sharpen your understanding of the maskana. Is, is, is the Gemara trying to explain what the Yisraelidin is, where it's coming from, how is it different and else, what is the Gemara's sugya passion, and, and so on. So obviously a person should spend time in maskana, now, the point that you mentioned about people not feeling the maskanas are not given enough, enough time, 
So I do want to make a point about it. The, the, when you're learning Allah Lamaisa, you're trying very hard to know what to do exactly Lamaisa. And even if the answer is a practical answer, we do it this way because of this practical reason, that practical reason, that's, that's appropriate. But from a logical standpoint, once you get past the point of principle, the, the lamaisa that's that's relevant only because lamaisa is like this is less important. It, it's it's a distortion of the picture when when you when you look at the lamaisa and try to understand the whole picture from it. So understanding the asoyat var, what is the shtar and the tsuba? What what's done? What's done And being typhused from Iker and adding the Lamaisa as the tuffle is an important, it's, it's a logical way of looking at the structure. So a, 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 the direction of learning that we're learning in Shiva is meant to focus you. What is the Iker point? The Chsim on the Ksuba. Is that, is that me Iker did? Is that just Lerafta Nulsa? The Edom Assyria have a Tuxuba. Once you have a Hasima. We do all these things and it's very nice. So we do Allah Lamaisi, you want to know what to do. But, but to understand it properly, you need to be able to understand Iker, Tuffle, and Lerafta the Nulsa. And that's why it seems sometimes that we put a lot of emphasis on the, on the foundation and much less on the Lamaisi. So there are a lot of questions that are similar, so I'm going to try to just parse them out to put them together. But this was one that stood out. Is it selfish to be bothered that the mirror allows homeless people into the dining room? So the truth is, it's, it's, it's a question, it's a general question. When I was in the mirror, the finish what they allowed to me into the dining room. There seemed to be a, the, the proportion of homeless people to the proportion of but it, it, there is a question here, and it's, and it's a tough one. Imagine the yeshiva teaches about chesed and rachmi and, and me despite this whole thing. And there's a poor guy wandering in and saying, does that want to eat? So would that not stand in stira to the yeshiva's teachings? If the yeshiva was very yakish and the student called to come in and so on, and there's a poor hungry person. So we're really torn over here between um, being some, not being hypocritical to being, um, on the other hand, realistic. If it would become overrun with people, then it really would, 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 would just sort of it would be swamped and so on. So there is some balance. Um, Rebaran Kajsavani Prakh, I remember when we were in Yeshiva, he tried to reach some sort of balance, but to, it's, it's not an isolated campus, some of the sticks, where you can say, for example, there. A poor person wants to bother his mind, he's hungry, and he is hungry, and he wants a meal. It would be instilled to the yeshiva. On the other hand, I know the problem. So I assume you try to reach some balance and people that, that, that begin to overdo it, and people that become a nuisance, you find a way to tell them, you know, to, to go someplace else quietly, privately, you give them something. It's important to understand that as a yeshiva that's preaching and um, kindness and so on, 
you, you have to be true a little bit to what you're preaching. What's the purpose of Gehenna? Um, Gehenna, the way we understand it, is a mockum to be metahed the nefesh from whatever um, could be, could, could be um, cleaned out. Whatever wasn't cleaned out in this world, and it could be cleaned out, that's the mockum Gehenna. The, the oinish for people that are beyond repair is chorus, disappearing. There's no, in other words, the, 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 they never exist and that's it. Gehenim is a type of mockery that allows for taking out the uh, impurities and, and, the, and the stains that built up in the Nisham. And, and so it's a realistic type of, of, of mockery that is able to do that. Why do men seem to play a bigger and more important role in the Torah and in Yiddishkeit in general than women? There's a follow-up to this, which I'm not sure that it's connected, but you know, perhaps you can put them together, which is why can women learn Chumash in depth and not Gemara? So let's, let's um, I guess, put it together. Akash Baruch it's it didn't start with Torah, and then Akash Baruch said, well, who am I going to call in to keep the Torah and so on and so forth? Akash Baruch created a world to accomplish Torah and Mitzvahs in the way that he feels is right, and he gave people that could bring out these Mitzvahs. So the Marshal, Kohanim can bring Karbonis, Yisrael can't. Um, Levim can do Avodah. Yehuda's children can be Malachim. The Akadosh Baruch Hu put pieces into the Bria that follow through on, and then the, and then the embodiment of what can, can, can do the mitzvahs. The Zohar and the Keva is an extraordinary important split in the Bria. Akadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachos in the Zohar, the Bria is in the Keva. We're Makablum, And all the distinctions between a Zach and a Keva, physically, mentally, emotionally, everything about it, follows that pattern. Since Akarishvaruhu's the Shlemus of the Bria is Zach and a Keva, so Zachar has one surah, the Keva has another surah to it. And the Midas of HaKadosh Baruch Hu are divided into Zohar and Akeva. That distinction cuts through everything. The difference lies in what area of Kedusha, what area of accomplishment is appropriate for men, what is appropriate for women. The Shlemus that a man finds in mitzvahs, very specific mitzvahs, Mises, a woman finds in other ways. Um, and it's not the pshat we believe that a Kaddish Baruch Hu wasn't the kapeach, the chelak of, of the women. The whole tzura of the cave in the world is to bring out the tzura of the cave. And the world of ruchnis that shayach for a woman is shayach much more for her. The world of ruchnis shayach to 
um, uh, a, a, uh, a, a Zappa Shaykh It's interesting, if people will think that about the word Tzadik or Tzadikis, for many people, their mother or grandmother was a more of a Tzadik figure than their father-grandfather. There's something about the person, there's something about the selflessness. There are areas in which many people who have different relationships to their father, but their mother they'll always respect. It's something about that particular tsura that's different. So the world of mitzvahs that Akadosh Baruch who said Menachai Bekerin, and that that is where man can find his achievement, his accomplishment. The women cannot find it there, and there's a world of inyanim that a woman can have is, is able to express a ruchnias that a man can't. So the the mitzvahs for a man are very specific, and that's why it's easy to put a finger on it. Put on filling, put on this, put on that. A woman is more general. It's deeper. Um, the, the feeling of, of a Yiddish at home has a lot more to do with the mother than the father. It, it, there, there, there is a lot there. The, the feeling of being really emis, erlach, good-hearted. Certain things that are less tangible, less specific, seem to be the tchum of a woman. And therefore, um, that's Akash Baruch who created the world to be mated, and created the world in its surah of a it's not possible that one is, 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 is being cheated over the other. What it must be is that the derech of a woman fits a woman, the derech of a man fits a man, the derech of a kain fits a kain, and a lady fits a lady. That, that's how we understand it. So then what would be the difference? The question was in terms of Chumash and tomorrow, what is the line and why? I don't know if someone here is planning on opening up a girls' high school, but... Uh... <laughs> So let's. I, I'm, I'm going to guess. Doesn't say it before ish, but the world for for a who gets into learning, and the argument is on a detail in the halacha and svargo back and forth. A who gets into it becomes very very. He feels it's a ruchistic experience. My strongest is a woman would not see it the same way. Um, it, it doesn't seem to touch, is that Ruchnius? Ruchnius is, is more general, more, more about giving, being connected. It's a different type of approach, a different type of attitude. Um, even, I, I want to draw that line, even the Marshall, um, let's say by men, in, in, a, in, a, in the world, in, in, a, in a somebody who's very, who's turned on by literature learning. So the world of arguing and svara on dachistic in Yadim and back and forth and so on and so forth is a very ruchnistic experience. To another person, it's a chreach, but his ruchnistic experience is a very warm davening, a very, very dachistic kesha with, with, with a rebbe and so on. Those are different mahalchim. And, and looking and seeing that the world of myths is represented to women and to men, one would say that those fit them differently. Each one, that mahalach fits, fits that real. And, and that's why learning, 
somebody, I once, there was somebody by us who went to Yeshiva many years ago. His father never went to Yeshivas. He, he was a firm person, but he never went to Yeshiva. He wasn't from America, actually. And his father was a very warm-hearted person. He was a biophilic, very musical person, very, very warm, regular person, but zero shots Yeshiva. And he came to visit his son, Rasi Yeshiva, once. And he spoke Hebrew, and he said, he was trying to figure as a lonely film, like he was trying to figure out like how could yelling and screaming about Shabbat Rambam connect to Shabbat He just couldn't get it. And and the answer is, if you don't get it, then it isn't for you. But for people who get it, it's them. So I would say as a Kalal Gado, and men does it does give them that feeling, even though. It, it's hard to understand why or how, and women are different. There are quite a few questions about this. I want to just say, and I'll just share a story. Many, many years ago, it, it's, it's interesting how people, you know, people are sizing themselves. There was a buffalo, because again, this is going back oh, 21, 22 years ago. There was a buffalo, a very nice boy from a very modern background. It was a nice, very pleasant, learning wasn't something that he was so into. I say he was different. He didn't have to went to, to a, a, a more modern environment. The whole, he came back for visits occasionally, and he asked me, he says he wants to understand why we're against girls learning Gemara. The place that he went to, it was Mikobal that girls could learn Gemara. So I asked him, why is it so important for them to learn Gemara? He said, because you can't be connected to Yiddish Kagavar So I said, Dennison, you were here for a year, and every other week you asked me, why learning Gemara is Chinese Yiddish You don't get it. And you don't understand. And all this is like, I just wonder about the logic. And he left. He said, you're right. It's, it's kind of swept up with the, with the thing. But he said, you couldn't, you, you, you balked at it. You couldn't, you, you couldn't understand why learning it. He found it dry. He wasn't. This is some kind of outfit. I said, and, and now all of a sudden that you can't, it's the eyeball, yeah, but that's the way people are outside themselves. Maybe he saw he wasn't so connected to Tyra and he thought it was because he wasn't learning Gemara. <laughs> but he didn't stop learning Gemara because of that. <laughs> yeah, at least someone in the family should. <laughs> okay. What does Das Tyra mean? Especially in light of two sides of Maflakis, using that as a reason is why we should be following them. You want to hear my gospel? <laughs> so, I think there's a big mistake about it. And it's, I'm hope I can, I can set the record straight without getting stoned. The, there are uh, other questions. <laughs> so, so let's understand something. There are, there's a shofar, and there are halachas. And halachas um, are every person, and therefore, um, one either verse halacha, it's unclear to him, he's not royally raw, he asks somebody who is royally raw, and that is pure halacha, and is that's all there is about. There's a whole nother segment of life that has to do with issues that are clearly Torah issues. But um, the non-shoharah, 
I'm undertaking a project. I'm undertaking a project that encounter a lot of people. But it's going to it's going to mean people will boys and girls will be hanging out for hula hula hula. It's it'll have a lot of things that are not so beseder. I can run a program that's very beseder and attract few people, or I can make a large program that will attract many people, give them some Yiddish type, but there'll be a lot of things that will be not the not ideal halacha. I have a chance. I can ask the government either for Shmir Shabbos or funding for Yeshivas. One or the other. Not both. All of these and many more like that um, are questions that it's hard to say that again to strict halacha. There isn't no similar halacha you can find. You can find, but, but it's, it's a stretch of everything. So, so the term has nothing to do with that. It, it's, it's, not, it's not a terrible issue. I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm doing something which, which, is, which is clearly has a tremendous impact on the Kanaka. So what I really am looking for is what would the terrorists say? And it's like Kilo, I don't know if any of you, it's like when you, when you have in geometry, you draw a line, extending the lines that are there. Lunar service so line extended here and here, would they cross, would they meet, and so on. I need somebody that can extrapolate from what is clear shaharach to what will be in this situation when it's when it is not clear shaharach, but this is definitely clear. That's called das Torah. In other words, I want to know what would the Torah say on me. Now, who's a person? that can answer that question. It has to be somebody that, Aleph, he, he has enough terror in him that he could make a statement like that. It has to be somebody who's an Ish Emes, that the child is, that the only thing that drives him is to understand what would the terror say. There could be many Mahlokas in it, and they're all that terror. Let's take a simple example. Sadhguru Rav Sosiyogaleyo was a giant. And he felt that the approach to Freya people in general, should be totally divorced. No shaykhis, nothing whatsoever. There was a Yid, Rabban Kotla, who was a giant. And he held, not like that. And he held, you have to compromise, you have to think of them, you have to work with them, and you have to make strong boundaries, and so on. Who's Dastair? They're both Dastair. Dastair means that, the, the, just like in Halacha, that we machloikis, everybody understands that it's not a stira. I'm told as a best Dagalu, anybody who's, you know, anybody who's royal, Kakigile, Rob, can pass them, and they're machloikis. And that's all of our. <laughs> you know, all of our svarim are, are, are from the from the Bishan was are, are with Machlaikis. This same type of Indian. So, uh, so, so the approach in Germany, the Bishan's had a Mahalach. It was a Mahalach that was very different than other places. Men and women were together, they had groups together, they, 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 they learned whole. It was a different Mahalach. He was not a spirit. In the Chassidish 
that had a certain anhogis and a certain approach to things. That was not Pasteur. And yet, the difference between the Ger Hasidus, Franz Paul Hirsch, and Kamenitz were worlds apart. The answer is, Pasteur means that you're dealing with the shadows that are more chronistic, that are not clear, and you're doing it on the dance of somebody that you feel is expressing what the Torah would say in this case. <coughs> Marshall, let's, let, let's explain where, where the argument of Pasteur was. Through people made a political party. They made an organization. And the person who knows how to get to the most votes or the most people is a very effective administrator, great administrator. Um, his job is to get as many people to belong to um, a, a, a religious youth group or to get the best position in the government. He's not a target person whatsoever. And his task, I'm a professional. I know how to make this party the biggest and best party. That's not that's fair. That's and me, that means that that unless it's a, and that was that was a sheet in the of people. There, there there were many people that that was a sheet in the and eventually evaporated. The ashkafa was if the if 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 the school is not sufficient, we're going to ask the rabbi exactly what he says. No problems. But should we have groups that are mixed? Groups that are willing to work with the government, this amount, that amount, and so on, that's good executive director. The, the, the world that we belong to said, in these mega issues, you need bigger people than my own. You need people that their home sees this terror and, and their terror is on a level where his day is a, is a, is a day of that terror. But there's no reason why they can't like us, just like Malachan is not like us. So, so I, I think those are very important to understand. That's that's where the area of that is. It's critical, and the reason the reason why our world was not sliach, and for the, 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 it wasn't because Rabbanu was smarter and had to run effective organizations than executive directors. It's that the, the, it was tyrannic. So the male of the dur was nimshach the tyrant, and the male of the the other places were wonderful organizations. They worked very effectively as organizations. They didn't have an ashamed because it, it, it was an organization. And that's the difference in it. So, so, so means the chilek that requires a terrific cook, and it certainly can be machlekesim. There's no reason why not. So how do we decide which one to follow? This is very simple. How do we decide which Derek Achayim to follow? There's Chassidah, Zahel Chassidus, which is a wonderful world. There's, there, there's different types of yeshivas in different places and so on. The Terence is a person is in a certain way. The person has a natural tzibah they belong to, a natural kihilah. Occasionally, a person feels it's not his place and he goes looking. Sometimes it's problematic, sometimes it's genuine. This person found a different makam that fits him, and he clips in. If the person is healthy, balanced, and he found a place who's nimshed something else, no, but there's not, a, there's not an issue with that. So a person has a tzibur in broad strokes. We, we don't have the, the old-fashioned kihilas, but we do have a tzibur with and we have a, 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 a 
public leadership that we're shy of to. And that's, that, that, unless a person actively wants to change, then, you know, if it's the right reasons, and it's we will also a person to make some changes. Moving over to Emuna. The first question is, what is Emuna Pshuta? That was asked by a number of people. It was followed by, the other night we had Mordechai Neigershel here, who spoke about Maimon Arsinai and the fact that there were three million people there. And someone wanted to know, he said, the proof of Maimon Arsinai being witnessed by three million people as opposed to Christianity and Islam with Hulu. He says, but we see that there are, there are totalitarian regimes that voice lies on all of the population and they have, that they end up leaving. He says, case in point, you have the Palestinian Authority. These Arabs all believe they've been living there in Israel forever. They all believe that we are the murderers and we're out to get them. And that's something that they've been inculcated with, and now they believe it. So, my high, what's the difference? So, the two questions here, the Amun Abshuta question versus the other one. Amun Abshuta is very hard to define. It's far to speak about it and so on. It can't mean that you believe just because you believe, because that doesn't mean anything. And let's leave that aside for a minute, and let's go to the other question. There are many stories, fables that were accepted by many peoples. There was no clear Marshall, but let's give it a let's take it. The Kuzari, the Kuzari asks, why is the Torah write such excruciating details about what seems to be very unimportant things? Names and 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 the the Dalufi Esav and 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 really, really numbers and, and a whole lot of things that you push it. If it wouldn't be admitted to be Mavasedra, you would never, you would never touch it. We won't talk about being Mavasedra, but, but you know, but, but it's, it's something you would never want. So Pizari says, the Ramon speaks about it in Moira Bukhim. The Ramon brings a different, uh, he shows examples, six and parts like that, and each one has a crucial lesson to teach us. But the Pizari says another Nakuta. Pizari says, if, if somebody, if, if, if somebody wants to lie, Zekal Gamu. You um, you you stick to generalities. You stay away from details in, in any way possible. And you see it sometimes when somebody is being questioned, you know, in Congress, whatever it is, the error of approximately around it seems that there are 101 um, synonyms for I don't know. You know, it, it, it's, it's, I have the impression that uh, it seems as if my general sense is on and on and on. If you, if you can question somebody about details, at one point or another, you're going to nail it. It's not possible in person. So if Torah was a general thing, this is our land and the Jews stole it from us, you can get a million people to, to buy in on it. No personal experience, no direct event, no specifics. Everyone knows that the Jews took it. And they stole it from us and they, they were read. Proof, fact, it's not, not proof, I'm not asking proof. I'm asking details, nothing. And did anybody, like, like, can trace it back? There is no specifics. The Torah 
as excruciating details. The Rambam writes this in the about the Masos, the Memphis Masos, and other Bishon write it. People knew these places. You couldn't, you couldn't possibly lie about it, because these places existed, and you knew what they were, and you knew what the conditions were there, and so on and so forth. The Torah is excruciatingly detailed, specifics. It, it has, if, if, you, if you read um, anything, you know, people talk about mythologies, things like that, the vague stories, it, it, there's nothing there that that, that even begins to compare to the excruciating detail. And the fact that when, you know, there are many other reasons. Who wrote this? So if it's not Meshach Beinu, who, who wrote it? His name's not mentioned. There's no such thing in Yom that the one who wrote it doesn't get any mention. Nobody was in Anath. So the Mormons had Smith and Young. They were the ones, that they, 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 they star. The, the Muslims have Muhammad. He's the star of the show. Here we have somebody who wrote it. No one knows who it is. Somebody, who's the person that, who, who's the author? Nobody knows who it is. So who's so humble? There's another, there are many, many. It's the only safe in the world that every person is criticized. Every single person is criticized. Maishra Bain was criticized. Dodamalach is criticized. No one, no one walks up. Yishai. Yishai is, 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 is Binyamin and Yishai. We, we have four people without a chet. And that's it. And, and they're not the one. It, it, it screams Emmas from every, every bit of it. The other stuff, it's, it's very easy. The Nazis told everybody, but, but there was nothing. They never said a fact. They never meant anything. The Jews took everything. Jews this, Jews that, 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 that side. So, and people got heated up. Communism, people bought into it terribly. Yid, unfortunately, a lot of people. But it evaporated. People realized very quickly, it didn't take, few, it took a few decades, and they realized that Shek and Rahab It didn't last the amount of time where people were selfish to it. But, but, but it's, it's incredible. The, 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 yes, so people can be can be brainwashed and they can follow something. It evaporates. It has no cure because it's not heinous. People begin to see they're hungry. Begin to see that it's cruel. They begin to see that it's shaken a chazav, and and communism collapsed on its own. It's one of the greatest. People don't understand it. One of the flaws of Bayre is as follows. There was always talk of American invading Russia and bombing it the whole of a whole. If it would have happened, people could say that communism is a wonderful ideal, American capitalists are very greedy, and they bombed it because of Kina, Sina, they wanted to steal the potatoes from Russia, I don't know what else, what else, I don't know what else they could get from it. Russia, I remember, I was there when it was, I, I went there when it was still communist to teach, they used to have people going, and um, the mirror had Almidim coming from there. And three years later, we had the she had someone to come in. And that's when they, they, they before the curtain, iron curtain fell, they decided that they were going to throw out all the food people and just get rid drain the swamp. So the mirror had three, four Talmidim. Um, but it was, it was a country that was controlled everything. They listened to everybody, they saw everything. I don't know what percentage, 20% of the population was spying on the other part. And one day, it just disappeared. It's incredible. I don't think people understand it. It disappeared because Shek has no key and no mitzis. 
and that's what it sounds like. It was, it was a movement that, in its talk fight, the, the smart intelligentsia of Europe, all communists. It, it, they it, 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 it's a beautiful vision. It's, 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 it's an ideal. And it just, one day, it evaporated because, it, because Sheka has no key. I, I think if people think about it, it's, a, it's an incredible... We, we, we have the same halacha, the same dinam, and everything has stayed so long. It's the only, it's the only mitzvah in the world. Why do many people have low self-esteem? How does one work on it? And follow that up with another question. Oh, what do I do when I feel like I'm just doing nothing? I feel like I'm wasting my time. What should I be telling myself? I don't really feel like I'm actualizing myself in any way while I'm in yeshiva. And those might be two separate things or together, but I'm asking, putting them together for now. Um, for once upon a time, there was something called Musa Yeshivas, and Vadim, I'll tell you it's ancient history, but maybe it's even older than communism. But I, I want to explain a point about what Musa was and what it's meant to be. Because it was thought, it's thought that Musa is a way to, it's like a club to beat people into going to the Bismarck. Bachman showing up for Dominic, whip out Musa, and whack it over the heads, and if it works, they're in the Bismarck, Dominic, learning, whatever it is. The real tactics of Musa is to build a pneumistical world for Bachman. Who am I? What am I? That's the Aleph. Chayvasi Bailami, the first before Bailami, the Chayvasi. Who's the me? Now, here we come to a tremendous part of the ways. If someone were to ask me, am I smart or not? There's no way I can answer the question. What I can do is, I, we can all take an IQ test. If I'm over the 50%, if, I'm, if I have a score higher than 50%, I'm smart. If I have less than 50%, I'm not smart. Am I rich or not? We, we can you know, evaluate everybody's assets. And it's the same thing. There's no such statement as me being rich or smart, unless it's comparing it. And that's what it means that the world is The only way you can measure people is with other people. So, if I'm sitting in a shir, and I'm from the last 10% of shir, then I'm stupid, and I'm really not worth much. If I'm from the, if I'm from people that log in the least amount of hours in Spanish, because it's hard for me, then I'm from the Batalonic. That's the only way I could, I could value. The answer is no. Adam Yechidi Nifra, every person is created with your brain that's it. And even if there was nobody else here, I still face emotional. And my evaluation of myself is me, not what I can be. The picture of who I'm supposed to become, and the Uma is what I am. Now, what I can become, it's not, it's not anybody else. And I have to be honest with myself and try to figure it out. So, so low self-esteem comes when I measure myself in, in terms of learning, you know, shemayim, mitzvahs, davening with everybody else. 
And in either direction, if I, if I happen to be particularly good at learning and mess with other people, it's also bad. Because usually what I do end up is coasting and, and being smug and, 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 and thinking a lot of myself. So learning Musa in the real sense means it's me and the British government, and that's it. And now I have to ask myself, who's the person that I should be? And without Dimden, I need to be honest with myself. What can I be? We don't always know. But I can certainly be, I can understand, I can know, I can discipline myself, I can move forward. And that's the Aleph of, so what's the low self-esteem? Do it. Do what I think I can. I know that I can't do as many hours as him. I know that I can't hop as well as him. I know that I can't focus as much as him. But that's not my measuring stick. So if we, if we, if we learn Musa in the, in the real way we're supposed to, where it's an exercise to mean the British Shalom, and we would shift our sense of who we are and what we accomplish to being the community of Shalom, it would be a different picture in terms of esteem, in terms of getting someplace, motivating. If let's say I'm a class of geniuses, and everybody's getting hundreds, I struggle to get a 60, I'm not going to push. I'll, I'm gonna, I'll be happy with a 40, that's it. What am I going to struggle to get a 60? That's why we feel we waste time to accomplish. But if, but if I had another thing, if let's say I'm not I'm not the big guy, I'm not going to write the next Chidusha of Nachum on stats. Fine, but I can finish my Shnayis and know it well. Is, is that an accomplishment? If this is me, and this is what I'm supposed to accomplish, wasting time is because I know I can't accomplish what I think I should accomplish, what everybody else tells me they're accomplishing. So, but maybe what's the point of it? But if people would have real accomplishments, and they would feel the timing of accomplishing, of working and getting something down and knowing it, they would feel very different about it. They would waste much less time. They'd feel better about themselves. They, they, would, they would want to accomplish. It takes a lot of shifting of what my sense of self is and establishing it on a theoretical um, plane and not on just what's natural for people. Someone wrote, I recently went to the house of Rabchaim at the beginning of Inazman. Can the Rishiva help me process the blatant hypocrisy I seem to have witnessed and its implications more broadly on the Elam the sign in the house says that it's gazzled to walk into the house with smartphones, presumably because they are bad. Yet my friend who got me into a pain was WhatsApping a grandson the whole time who put us on the Rishima to get in. Another example, as we were leaving, a very prominent grandson was walking into his grandfather's house with his smartphone in his hand. Finally, everything by Rechaim, the Gadol Adar, is being videoed, and a lot of this footage is put on the internet. What should I make of this seeming hypocrisy in regards to the house of Rukhaim in regards to rulings coming out of Somebody once, quote unquote, corrupt Gaboyim was a, was a favorite topic over the years. And somebody once asked a Rebbe, why doesn't the Rebbe, you know, the, 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 the Gaboyim is a Ghanif. The Rebbe knows it. Why doesn't the Rebbe fire and take another Gabbai? So he said, it's bad enough I took one Elohim and made a Gabbai out of him. I should take another Elohim and make a Gabbai out of him. So, so it's, unfortunately, it, it, it's a combination of a few factors. And I, and I think it's important to understand it. Reb Chaim is a Dehoven, a Dehoven person, who's called Kulay Terrence, and so on. 
and it's, it's, a, it's a dagger beyond where we are, Venice, in, in many ways, and, and so on. Because it, it's, it's a vicious cycle of people wanting, why would a person go to a panic? You know, and a stop. It's one thing if a person is famous about the other person, and this is he wants to go look and see and so on. But people turned it into, okay, I'll get his bracha, and that's all the well in business, and so on and so forth. And and unfortunately, people around respond to it. You 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 need to find a way to get people in to get people out, and it it becomes like that. It, it, systems tend to become, well, let's call it not optimal. Or good at that, and you need to be able to understand the difference. You need to understand um, where pain is. I need to, and, and you need to. to, to yes, it, it. Unfortunately, these systems tend to become um, very difficult, and they, 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 no one has really developed a good mahalach. You need somebody. You need people there to be able to keep control. Um, you, um, on the other hand, you, 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 people want to get in. So you get a WhatsApp, you get a this, you get a that. You know, you, you don't have to, you, you separate the two very strongly. Hopefully, if it ever again for you to build some sort of organization structure, you do it in a way that is isolating. But um, you, you, um, and, but you learn to, 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 to divorce the emis and the taichin. But unfortunately, what goes on around and about, and it, and it happens. Unfortunately, there's a lot of pressure, a lot of things, and so on. I want to say something I said about my brother, Rosenzweig and at one of the spaden. It says by Asaf that. Um, that he, you know, it says, uh, and he, um, he touched his thigh and uh, he started limping. So the famous Zerakot says that, that he was the the supporters of Peru, which is taken down to mean that's why Moises are poor and they have no, you know, money. The whole, that's a bunch of chat. So I, I thought of a different chat. Yaakov is called Yosha. Yishurun, Yaakov is the Yosha of the others. The f- when a person is limping, the, 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 the foot got out of kilt means that Tamch and the Raisa are not part of that Yashas. Unfortunately, the way in which um, you, the, the, the lens you go to support Torah does not always fit the hemshech of the person. Let's take something very simple. I'll be open. You're sitting in Shiva and we learn about the godless of Rabchaim Kanyevsky's language, the Hulu, big people, Wakula, Terrence, and so forth. If you go to a dinner of the Yeshiva, that's not the speech you hear. You hear about Pleni de Kvir, who is an amazing person. And for somehow, the only people that are amazing people are here. Um, there was, I, I used to live on, on the, on the um, I used to live, when I was growing up, there was a comment to Kailo, right underneath. This is talking, I'm talking about the late 50s. So we lived, the was two, 55 years away. We lived on the second, third floor. And there was a Kailo there. 
very Hashmir like. Rebbe Akher had an Aden who lived, like he lived in the Kail of the bits of Tulitz. And there was a Shaw Bruce who was a Shiva in Beis Talmud, it was a Yilomad in the Kail, Rebbe Mokamnitz, a very, very Hashmir character. They were straight from Kamenitz. They knew nothing about America. You know, this was the old Hebra. And the one who ran the Kail was much more with it. He, 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 he ran the cradle in the sense he, he raised the money, and he knew America better than communists. Mm -hmm. So they had their first dinner. And, you know, the light you know, had no idea what, what the dinner is. And they saw the, the prospectus, they're going to give Kassatera to Jack so and so. So they said, I don't send something. You have to be a level communist here. It was a he who could literally put the pins down. Kassatera goes to him, and I don't think he knows how to be sitting. <laughs> they figured it out, I think, at some point, why Kassatera is over there, and, and, why, and why our global comments is over here. But, but the point is, part of the Golosashtina, part of the Tsar of our setup is that from the practical world to the domestic world, it's a big gap. Um, and there was, and, and it, it means that there are things that, that should be different. It, it's unfortunate. But understand, learn to separate the two. Um, and understand that the systems tend to have problems. Hopefully, people will be able to make something good in it. But there's a lot of pressure. And understand the MS is the MS. And these things that go around, go around this. And, 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 and uh, once you understand that, you, you, you'll be able to take the toich and you can throw the klipa and say, okay, this is part of the clip of, 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 of the tango de raisa being off on the side. Uh, on the subject of tango de raisa, who gets more scar? A donor who funds an entire trail of people learning or one of the people learning in it? So I, I want to share a story. Um, it happened when I was high on the Purim. I don't know if I would have said it when I was uh, more sober. I, I want to share the story. We have a question about that coming up. <laughs> I said I was high. It wasn't drunk. I didn't get drunk. No, no, no. It's about being high. <laughs> <laughs> so there was somebody, a, a certain deed who was an extremely wealthy person, extremely wealthy person, from, from, the, from the really very wealthy Eden, who had never lived in yeshiva in his life. He grew up in the pressures, he couldn't do it. But he, but, but he would support, in a very quiet way, he supported a lot of tiny modern places. You know, and, and he was a person who didn't get it quite. He never, he, he knew his right as His son-in-law had learned in yeshivas. His son-in-law was very enamored by, um, by the big world of business. He wanted the money, I think it was the big world of business. He learned. Got married, he learned the year in the mirror, and then he went off to, to business. I guess his conscience bothered him a lot that he took somebody as the supposed full of partnership, and he would send this person a check um, once a, a month, I guess. That was that. I was, I was very upset because he was actually good learning, he liked learning, but he was just so fashiked that I left the year. Going. So they came to visit us in front of the next home, or they came to visit us in I don't know how the topic got on, but I told him I want to tell you something. Your father-in-law can't learn. He never had a chance to. He, he, he's built up a huge empire and money, 
very easy just to give out your money this way, but he does it because he realizes that Torah is, is extremely valuable. So I said, that's an amazing reader. You know how to learn. And you just dropped it. He basically is sending a control check once a month and telling him bug off. That's what you do. So all of these things depend on, you know, people look at it as a business deal. There's a control who has like an exchange rate. One kilo, three years in kilo, uh, Hatsala, and, and so on and so forth. A control has people. And every person will be Ayyut Adin. And if your place was to be Taimit and Taimit, and you did it the whole Ma'itcha, the whole Nafshecha, then you will, that's you, and that's your Schach. If your role was to sit at the heart of learning, that's you, and that's your place. No one can replace anything else. I want to tell a, a story that was misstatement from, and I saw what it means a real time of Christ. I was involved when the Russians came out was in the early 90s. There was money there for, for the learning, for cure, for all sorts of activities for them to bring up the Yiddishkeit. There were those that already were having the gather regular it, and those were not, and so on. I was involved a bit, and one of the big time crew was Reichman. Not the voice Reichman, but it was Albert, I think, it was his brother. And he was the person who would send a lot of money for this, this was his thing. Famous. During that Kufa, their business collapsed. And right after it collapsed, he was at a Hasana in, in, um, in Switzerland. And he picked himself up and he went from table to table collecting money for this. That's called a person's kind of player. That's the shock. He realized that's his time's highest. It wasn't just because he had so much money to do with, so he sent it on. He felt this was the highest. If you take it as seriously as that, then, you, that, then that's, that's your yacht. If you're doing it because it's, it's, uh, it's something that's, that's comfortable, convenient, you know, given the choice, I'd rather pay a few extra bucks for someone else to learn the meaning about that particular, then it's not, so it's, it's not a rate where you get paid you know, X amount for, for, for that. It's who you are, what your target is, and how much of yourself are you giving over for How do I overcome hard feelings towards someone? P.S. He was my Rosh Hashiva. <laughs> I'm afraid people have hard feelings towards me or something, so I really... Well, we'll know what to do with it. <laughs> The truth is, it's something that's, it, when you're talking about something like a revenue figure, it's complex. You, a person needs to have a, a person that he's confident to speak it out personally with. And because, again, there's sometimes when you're wrong, sometimes when you're right, it's very hard to, to, to really decide what the issue is. Generally speaking, it's helpful, and so we'll go away because the Rebbe figure that you have hard feelings towards is really a serious issue, and it's something, it's something you need to address because it will it will disturb you always, and it's something it's going to affect you. Parent or Rebbe figure that person has really difficult feelings towards. You need to find at some point an older figure that you're comfortable with 
that understands you and you can work with your imagined tool. It's not possible to leave it like that in any sense. Generally speaking, when you can understand what drove the other person to do it, it helps a lot. If a person, usually if a person was nasty to be rude to you and insulting, it's usually because the person himself has some issue that's bothering him, driving him, and he's laying it out on you. A lot of times it's helpful, and again, once your, your initial cause is sort of calmed down and you're able to deal with it thoughtfully, most of the time you'll realize that that person, he, he was acting because something, he couldn't control himself. He, he was being pushed by, he's jealous of you, he's this, he's that. It, it doesn't justify it, but it helps you understand it a lot better. But the first, but this issue is, is an issue that you need to speak to somebody who's an older person that you trust and try to work through and understand what exactly is going on here. When it says that everything that Hashem does is for the good, does that include even when we don't do Ishtados? Well, for the good, that's, that's, it's also something people say it very, very callously very cavalier and they don't know what it means. The good that we're talking about so is if I think that the good in the world is my bank account, so I try to figure out how everything that's what did to me made my bank account uh, heftier. It doesn't work that way. The good means a person needs to work himself out. A person needs to develop and if a person, the marshal, if a person did not prepare well enough and, and he suffers because of it, the suffering might be there in order to teach him to roll up his sleeves and do what he's supposed to do. The person does say habura, you're sloppy about it. And it's, it's humiliating. So yes, it's for the best because now he's got to learn that when you got up to speak, you need to prepare. You, you need to hurt him. A person did not, he wasn't terriach Arab Shabbos, and has nothing to eat on Shabbos, then he learns it has to learn Arab Shabbos. The, 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 the feedback that we get, so certainly if it's natural, if a person did not bother to cook on Arab Shabbos, and there's nothing to eat on Shabbos, that's a natural consequence. And many areas of life like that. If the person, if, if, if a person is not doing what he's supposed to do, so, so yes, the feedback is immediate because that's in the system. So, so learning that the person needs to understand, maybe that's the best person to be. That I need to work harder, I need to be more focused, I need to be more responsible. As marijuana. I was once, uh, just a little bit, as you say, it's wrong I was, I, I was uh, in a Chava's house, I was on a Purim, at the end of Purim. My Chava had consumed wine, whiskey, beer, it was it's all the sheet this, and all the she word and everything. And he was, Sitting Matsipurim, quite sick, throwing up in a bucket, really sick. And he says to me, I can't understand why the Rajah was doing this to me. And and a pastor came to mind, you know, Ivelas Adam the Sale Darkai, Bel Hashem is a 
so when something goes wrong, a person was messy and he lost his passport. So the first thing is, so did I deal with Achrayas? It says, Did I deal with Achrayas? Did I do what's right? And and the, that's the that's the first lesson a person should take from a lot of these things. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to a question in Amuna. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As marijuana becomes legal in more and more states in the U.S., recognizing that people should not be getting drunk, stamazik. A guy's at a bar. He's going to have a few lachaims. He may get a little bit tipsy. Leaving aside whether that's right or wrong, is there any difference? between that and smoking a little bit, now that it's legal. So, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know exactly, the, I've tried it myself, so I don't, I don't know exactly what it does. But it obviously has, the Rambam writes more than from about, and he writes very sharply, a person, if we really consider our das, our most vital organ, um, then would we play around with it? Would we shut it off? I mean, let's take an example. A person is not careful and he cuts his finger. Um, you know, he cuts off, he cuts his finger, he's not so careful. The person is not up to fame. But nobody is going to play with a knife near his eyes, as as the way he does with, 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 with a finger. Because our eyes are very important to us. If a person is willing to mess around with his brain, so no one knows what long-term effects, how addictive it is, what it does, and so on so forth. Nobody knows. Why would I want to, if, unless I consider my brain not the most important organ, why would I treat up my eyes? If somebody, if you have, if you have drops, and, and, and again, if you have a cream to put on your hand, and somebody says it doesn't look so good enough, so maybe yes, maybe not. But if you have eye drops, and I said, I'm not sure that those are good eye drops, it, you don't touch it. So why would you touch your brain that way? And, and you see people, I mean, you know, I, I know they call them patheads. They really weren't whacked out. I mean, is it because they smoked a lot? Is it because they did this? I don't know. But why would a person want at any time to, to, to cut his brain out? It's something that really, so then I'm not so much of das. I'm not so das. And drinking mainly, it's already in. Why would I want to start something that's nutty? Why would I want to do that? That I should be, I should be a nut or das at some point? It's something that a bentayra should feel extremely, um, should feel extreme reluctance to even get near it. And you don't know what effect has your brain. But you don't, it does have an effect. It has an effect for some time. It, it has possibly a longer term effect. It has an addictive effect. And that means that a person is casting his brain and, and, and basically, um, you know, cutting with a knife and hoping that things will be okay. Okay, I think that answers it. Um, okay, what does Abbas Eretzi Stroll mean? Are we supposed to love a geographical area? And along with that, why is the physical beauty constantly stressed? Is that what's important? And also, I've been to nicer places. Good point. And so let's, let's take an example. If, if I were to ask people with Venus here, what's a nice hotel? And yeah, I don't know, I'm not sure if they you know this or that, but people could say that Venus, this 
Nice place. That's a nice place. This is a social place. If I were to ask, would, would you ever feel emotional? Let's say this was nice. Let's say this was a, a five-star hotel. And it was very nice. So you'd be very happy to be here two, three days. But this is very nice. Home. How do you feel about home? You miss it. When, 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 when you talk about your home, if your parents have moved on to an MS and they have, you have tears in your eyes. Um, I was able to be in Lit a few years ago, and I saw my father's house, if I remember. It, it was an extraordinary experience. I, 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 you know, I, I just, it, it was an incredible experience. When I think of my house, my home that I grew up in, it was, it was, a, it was a poor apartment in Lower East Side, but it's the nicest place in the world because it, it's my mother and father suffused, and every single one of you is like that. It's, when I ask you, so is the hotel nicer, or is your house nicer? What do you miss more? You, you ask me, are you, are you happy? Like, what, do you, what, do you, what kind of question is that? The answer is, the place where Kalaisol is misyachet where Kalaish Baruch is Israel. It's the only place that the relationship is a relationship of Yichud, Yichud, and so on. The beauty of Israel is not because we can measure the mountain peaks and say where there's more snow, where there's higher up. It's because it's like, is, you, is, is not your parents' house looking place? Well, the answer is, of course. Anyone who's had a normal home feels that way. So, so uh, the the central metros was Akanshkorok was the only place where we have the type of relation we have is here in Israel, and the beauty of it is, if, and and I and I would suggest when we go kiddush class in Shiva, Tishali, um, and when it describes that Israel, Avir Neshamas Avirayev, the 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 Avir Neshamas. He speaks about Sham the Chayzim and so on. This is where Ruchnitz was. I once heard, I was in Boston uh, in the 70s. I was there one summer, I came to visit my father. I went up to Boston to hear Kenneth Barry of Salvechik. And he said an incredible Hargasha that I want to share. He said, at Siyam, you know, he said the first part of the Kenneth deals with the Chorum de Samikish, with the various Hadifas. And Tzirah, essentially, is where we start the kinnis of Eretz Yisrael and the Kirat Kedushbarach and so on. He said, when my father's my brother, where salvation was nifta, I was extremely broken. Uh, it was devastating. Over time, Avelos passes. It's a Tzirah that amazes Nishan Valley. But when I remember the beauty of my father's Yantif Tish, the longer time passes, the harder it is for me emotionally when I think about it. He said the first part of the Kinnis speaks about the Korbanis, and the nature is with time that passes. But Tzilatishi speaks about the beauty of being with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Yisrael. And that the longer time passes, the more emotional becomes. The, the, the Kuzari, when it explains what Yantiv is, you know, we're used to Yontif, Sukkot, Sukkot, Pesach. Yontif is three times a year we go up to Yerushalayim. And the Kuzari says, it's like sitting at our father's table. And we're invited, we're guests. Three times a year an invitation comes. Kinderlach, come home. I'm there. 
And when, however you describe that sense of imminence of shechina, that's what you have over there. So the beauty is not because there's an objective measurement of beauty, and that's what we want to Yisrael. It's because Yisrael is the place where we're catching enough shechina, everything that's beautiful. It's just like your own parents are the most beautiful people in the world. It should be that way. And the home you grew up in is the most beautiful home. That's, that, that's the way it is. That's what Taqa Rosh Yisrael is. You know what? Whatever. Yeah, okay. We have a lot more. Um, on the subject of Eretz Yisrael, there were quite a few questions about the attitude towards the state of Israel, and then specifically towards the army. There's a lot of rhetoric here on the street against the army, against the state. How, what would be a way of viewing all this? So, I, I'm trying to think of they never spoke about it openly in Yeshiva. I want to share first a story that um, gave me my impression of what the mere stand on, on politics and Zionism was. I came to the mid 1970. I was a young boy. I just graduated high school. I was a young age. Besides those Yeshivas, there was an incredible Tumus of Chaim Kumyev. The Chaim Kumyev was probably, I don't know if he's old, he might have been about four years old. He was a massmate, a yasher, like everything about him, when he wanted to speak and learn it, he was a perfect person. Everything was clapped and misudder and serious and endless. He was a divorce, a Chaim Kumyev. He was a Russell's personal rabbi, Nazir Tokyo was rabbi. He then became at some point Rosh Hashiva in Ofakim, until he was Nifta about 10 years ago or so, that was a Chaim Kumil. He had a, a breakfast table, and at his breakfast table, um, he would go around the table asking everybody what they said to share yesterday. I was a No, if he went around yesterday, but that was the breakfast. Um, I know not smart, I heard that the Christ beloved pretends to say Tachon, doesn't say Tachon, something like that, uh, and I was very curious to find out. So I guess that is it true that the that Christ beloved doesn't say Tachon or something like that? So I remember he looked at me, a very calm look, and says, Tavasat Rabbein And the point was, all this is nonsense. That's, it's really unimportant. It makes no difference whatsoever. What's important is what your said in Shays. That was that was the way he, he uh, presented. But I, I want to try to explain. Um, and Zionism said it is a, there are two components. There was a very powerful ideological component of we are a people by virtue of having a state. By virtue of having a land, state, a whole of a And religion is optional. It, it was a redefinition of Yiddishkeit. And it sucked a lot of people in. And people became very excited. They would fight the army, they would run a country, they would have a flag. It became an alternative to Yiddishkeit. And it was a very, very powerful Yitzhara. It sucked in the best and the brightest. And it was a very, very different Yitzhara. Seven years later, hundred years later, it's country. There are people here. There are very few people that have 
and in their ideology. It's just, this is the way you live, this is your country, this is your government. There are very secular people, there are very anti religious people, there are parva people, there's everything. But a lot of that, this, this stand, I guess if I can phrase my Rabbi Levitz would speak every day keep a night before Kalnidir, and he would point out three things that need special fellas. One is the soldiers in this, in the, in fighting for the country. Two, the people are not sharing the term. No, first was the Russian beaten, the Russian beaten that they're still there and the Yiddish kind is being drained. That's, we forgot them and we need to remember them. Then he would say the second thing was the soldiers who are in danger and we need to respond to them. And the third thing was the people who are not religious and they need Rachmishmai to come back to Yiddishkai. And he would say a bit of each one and a bit of a of each one and, and so on. That was, the, that was always the normal, that was the normal Yukipa. The point was we divorced the two. And basically people are soldiers are fighting and you need to recognize that they're risking their lives, what they want to, don't want to, whatever it is. It, it's people risk their lives and get killed and die. And we still live in a world of better, better temper. And for better or for worse, we need it. We also need to recognize that the army for a Bacha who's 18, a three army, is, is really, really um, a, 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 a tremendous sakana. And you know it, it, it's something that sucks a person in and uh, doesn't leave him well at the end. Yes, there are many exceptions, but there are many not exceptions. And 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 therefore, you need to be able to recognize the people that who are being massacred themselves for for Paiso, and you need to recognize what terrible psychology is for Bacha to go into it. It's it, I mean for somebody who thinks of it, it's not a steer. Both both need to be. You really recognize that a country needs a government and it has to run. You need to recognize that we don't have anything in common in terms of ideology, belief, and so on. We don't see this as being the embodiment of, of any of our hopes or dreams or opinions. On the other hand, you, you need to have things running. What has to fall in the pipes? Roads have to be paved, garbage has to be collected. You know, taxes have to be taken, and, and airports have to be, you know, at the end of the day, you, you, you need, there's a, it's, it's a country, and it's running. So, so to be able to, to split the two and to say to yourself, you know, what's, what's a civic necessity, a civic necessity, what's the gear to a pneumistic identification, that's not, it's, it's, it's two different worlds. It takes a little thinking, but, I guess, if you have to think a little, you have to think a little, I guess, you know, if you can't just go with a slogan and throw stones or wave flags, they have to think a little bit. Another reason not to smoke. <laughs> it helps you figure out the problems. Yeah. So just a few more questions and we'll stop at many more, we'll just do a few more. Yeah. How important is it to have a Rebbe and why? It's, it's, it's one of the problems of the bracha, Baruch Hashem, it, the, 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 uh, the type of numbers that are in Shivas today are incredible, Baruch Hashem, but the ratio to, to Rebbein is, is, when I was in Shiva, the mayor was a big Shiva, like 300 people, 
government, the light, everybody, Sidon, and literature, and the and so three hundred was the number. The staff wasn't that much smaller. Reb Lachim sat there, Reb Chaim sat there, Reb sat there. You know, it was the Brankamir, like I said, they don't remember. All of these people were there, and you could have a connection. It's, it's important for two reasons. One is, no matter how much you learn in a safer, you don't know what the Tzuras other looks like until you see it. Until, what does it mean in a hybrid person? What does it mean Shakur learning? What does it mean an Emerson person? Unless you have a dogma like that, then, then um, you, you, you can't know it from a safer. And that's one really, um, one terrible problem that people don't feel a need to, to connect. And sometimes the numbers don't allow it. Secondly, the, the, the guy speaks about this, Nesiv, and there's a Derach, and Oirach. There are general drachim. And finally, we know general what we're supposed to do. But people are different. Each person is his own person. Each person has his incionos, his issues, and his decisions to make. To have somebody to speak it over with that understands you and understands he has a, he, he understands both what you could be and what you are is is vital. To go to ask somebody that has no idea who you are. And so if you're sitting your mind and you send up this problems are solved. But if you if you have misfortune litvish and you actually feel you want the person to understand and answer with with rational halfing, you're stuck. Should I, should I stay learning or not? I don't know. I, I mean, who are you? Where are you coming from? Where are you going to? You know, and, and all of these questions and issues, it's, it's extremely, it, 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 it's painful to watch people struggling with important issues, and they, they, they feel that nobody to turn to. Okay, so the final question, I'm going to put a couple together. In yeshivas, there are many shmuzin on tefillah, learning, midas, and on mukhaleri. So the first question is, should we be focusing on all at once, one at a time? How do I know when it's time to move on to the next thing? Bechlal, shi'ifis, what should, and again, obviously there's individuals, but as a klal, when a buffer, what's he being shaved for? And as a base measures buffer who's either a few months or a few years away from Shadokim, what is the focus now in order to be able to build that home? We'll be giving our children the opportunity to follow in this path. So it's broad, but uh, I figured if it's the last question, I'll try to stick in as many as I can. I think really this question segues from the first one to know who I want to be and what I want to become, I need to have a dogma of somebody that, two things, I could become like it, and my netia is to go that there. Um, there are different people, different drachen, different connection, and a person has to know and understand, can, is, I'm nimshak to a certain mahalach, and now I can, again, if you have a personal connection, you can, you can get a sense, what's the most vital piece that now has to fall into place? In our world, learning tends to be the starting point, 
and, and, and other things. But it's very helpful. And if you have somebody to tell you, you know, I think you, you have a few gaping holes that need to be filled. And in other words, the Yatsmari, and unfortunately people um, are, tend to be not honest with themselves. They don't see things that they're missing. And having a, a, a Rebbe or at least an older Chava who, who can be sensitive to it, a person needs to, the Tkufin Yeshiva is to build yourself into the serve the person you want to be. The Shiddah will depend on who you are. And that's why this proof of life is to develop yourself. And the yeshiva has a lot of kale for it. The learning yeshiva is incredible. The outing yeshiva is the way it should be. And general way people act and so on. But having a person who is more personally in tune with you and, and a feeling that this person is a person that's a model for who, that, that's, that's the connection you should do is very vital. There's, there's no way to, to say the words or to write it. You know, Reb Haim Kibbeil was a certain person for me. It could, I, I could talk about talk about it, but I don't have it, it, Talking about it doesn't, it's, it's not having the person in front of you. And that's why having that type of relationship, that connection, is, is vital. It takes some effort, but I think it's doable. It doesn't have to be, I don't know, if somebody who everybody knows about it tends to be overused. But you demand that you see in a person tonus that you say to yourself, you know, this is this is this is a terrific person. His 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 everything about the person is fanatic, his personality, his his what he wants, what he's looking for. That's that's something and it's something that I can show to. I think that that's a vital piece of the puzzle. And everything else, if we have that relationship, other things I think will fall in the main relationship. Okay. Thank you very much.